Hey everyone, I'm David, aka PV Plant Guy, and I'd like to welcome you to Plant Personalities, a podcast where I interview some of social media's most interesting plant influencers. As content creators, we often focus on a few topics. If you know me, you know I'm obsessed with plants, my three golden retrievers, and sharing my fitness journey. I started this podcast because I want to get to know people behind their profiles, and I think you'd like to get to know them better too. Who are they when they aren't on social media? And what are their favorite things to do when they aren't watching when we aren't watching them on Instagram? Where does their inspiration come from? Today I have Mariah. She lives in Salt Lake City, and this is the first time that we are actually chatting. So I'm super excited for this hour. Mariah, how are you doing today? Hi, David. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, I'm as I said, I'm so excited because we've never actually chatted live before, but we chat I all know. the time on DMs. Yeah, we've been DMing for a while, and I'm so excited you're doing this podcast. You've been doing a great job, so I'm excited to be a part of it. Thank you. I'm actually so <laughs> happy to have you. Um, it's 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 really refreshing just to kind of get to know some people that are on you know Instagram and TikTok, um, and just get to know them for who they are. Because at the end of the day, I think we're all normal people, right? <laughs> Yeah, and it, there's so much to a person that you don't see on their Instagram, especially like a plant Instagram. So it's fun to like listen and get to know other people and and be part of it as well. Yeah, so Salt Lake City, super cold, right? So I can only imagine, do you guys have snow right now? There is actually no snow on the ground right now. There's a ton in the mountains. Um, so it's not too bad this morning. Uh, wasn't too cold when I took my dogs out. So it's like 40s. Oh, that's not terrible. Yeah, it's not that bad unless you go up in the mountains. Um, but yeah, it's just a little like uh, brown outside. Yeah, <laughs> it's typ- definitely better in the summer. <laughs> Typical winter. Exactly. We had some bad storms pass through last night and we've had tornadoes like all through Florida and it's like snowing in Georgia. It's like really bad in the Southeast right now. Really? Yeah. How is it where you're at? Um, What's the weather like? It's actually sunny right now, probably like 65 degrees. But like this morning we woke up and I was you know drinking coffee at 830. And I was like, it feels like it's 830 at night because it was just like super windy and rainy. And I was letting the dogs out in the rain. Just miserable. But it's actually turning out to be oh. a nice day. So we're thankful. Yeah, it's the weather has been so crazy. It's been interesting to watch. Yeah. So I'm curious, you know, you're obviously like not in a tropical climate. So how did you get into houseplants all the way out in Salt Lake City? So there's actually a big gardening thing here. Um, So there's a lot of people who love to garden and grow their own vegetables and stuff, which is kind of how I got started into plants. Um, I moved into a house and the previous owners had ripped up like half of the backyard for a garden And I was like, okay, this is my chance. Like, it's already prepared. I'm going to do it. And so I just learned how to garden a little bit. Um, And then it just translated to houseplants. I was like, okay, I love this. Like, I love growing stuff. So I just started getting more and more plants. And then I took a couple classes on it. Um, And just, that's just how the passion grew. (laughs) That's so cool. So do you, are you still gardening and are you growing your own food? Talk a little bit more about that because I had no idea. Yeah. So I moved out of that house and moved back into an apartment. So I kind of lost the space to garden. Um, 
it was a little bit overwhelming because it was like such a huge garden just and I was the only one taking care of it it was like taking my whole summer so I was kind of happy to step away from it a little bit and just focus more on house plants and downsize my space so that I could just um spend my time having more free time I guess um but I have I did grow um, some indoor vegetables recently, like uh, on my arrow garden. So I grew some like lettuce and herbs. And then um, that's all I'm doing right now. So not a ton of gardening, but the background started with gardening and stuff. So, Okay. That's so cool. And um, (laughs) I love the whole indoor gardening scene. I know there are some people that are getting into that. Um, I want to know how did that, how did the lettuce and herbs taste? They tasted so good. It was like so crisp, so fresh, and there wasn't any like pesticides. The Arrow Garden is cool because this is going to sound like an ad for them, but I actually just think it's really cool. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But it, they, it grows hydroponically. So there's no like bugs or anything like that. So you don't have to worry about pest control or anything um and it just tasted so good and it was so cool to just like walk over grab a piece wash it and eat it so i love that that is really cool so are you do you still have the lettuce and herbs in in the what is it called the arrow garden the arrow garden yeah i took it out for a little bit um just to like clean up my space a little bit and then i i want to do like some tomatoes and stuff maybe the next month or so um and then i'm also going to do like some balcony um, vegetables during the summer. Oh, I love that. And I love the smell of a tomato plant too. To me, there's like nothing that compares. Yeah. It smells so good. And I, I grew some basil as well and I hate basil. Like basil is so disgusting to me, but it smells so good. So I was like, maybe I'll grow some more of that just for the smell. (laughs) Well, basil, if you don't like it in your food, it's also good in your drinks too. Hmm. That's a good that's a good move. I grew mint too to make some like mojitos and stuff. So that was kind of fun, but. Oh, yum. <laughs> and yeah. I feel like all those like herbs would be delicious in just plain water with some lemon. Oh, that's a good point too. Or even like maybe some berries or something. Yes. Like you can, like, you know, when you go to like a fancy spa and you see like, um, like the big con- like water jugs with like different fruits and herbs and stuff in it. I feel like yes. that's something that you could easily do with ev- with the abundance of herbs that you have. Yeah, I feel like you could just get so carried away growing indoor food. <laughs> like there's so much you can do. Um, I just ordered some like winter lettuce starts, so I'm gonna start growing some like spinach and stuff, and then move it to my balcony as it gets warmer. So I'm excited to do that as well. Nice. So I guess you kind of answered my next question. I was going to ask you if you thought about putting any type of houseplant in your arrow garden. Oh, I don't know. Houseplant in my arrow garden. I don't know. It's, it's kind of a cool setup. Like it's, it's timed and everything for vegetables. And then it like reminds you when to fertilize. So I don't know if I could make it work that way, but the idea. I was thinking like a, like a propagation or something because it's hydroponics, right? So you could just like, you know, put a prop in there. You could even put like multiple props in one hole. Brilliant. Yeah, you definitely could do that. And it has the grow lights and stuff. Um, yeah, so that would be a perfect setup. Yeah, okay. So I you just give you a, you got to credit me when you make that real. <laughs> okay. <laughs> definitely. So um, speaking of reels, 
Yeah, I mean, you make so many different you know types of reels, and they're all awesome. I love like all the different foliage that you have in your content in your apartment. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about where you get your inspiration from? Yeah. So it started. Well, I started my Instagram just doing posts and I was like so excited about all the information that I was learning that I was like, I just have to share this. And when I get into something like I'm so fully invested. So I, I was just in it and I wanted to share what I was doing. So I just started like sharing my care routines and stuff. And then, then the reels and TikTok kind of took off and I was like, okay, I can make this into like a reel and share more information and it kind of was just like when I was very beginning what would I want to have learned you know like what would I want someone to have told me in a simple way so that's kind of where it started um and then it just kind of grew from there and now I get a lot of inspiration from like just projects I'm doing like if I'm doing a project, I'm like, Oh, I could share how I'm doing this. Or if someone asks me a question in a comment or DM, if I get a lot of DMS asking the same thing, I'm like, okay, I'll make a reel about it. And, um, so yeah, I don't know, just like what I think people would want to learn from plants and stuff or what would have made it easier for me. Yeah. I love that. And it's, um, I like the fact that you are responding to people that actually reach out to you. Because a lot of times, like, um, like from my experience, I'll make something and I'm like, do people find this helpful? Is it interesting? Um, so I think that being able to, like, respond to your audience is um, super important. Yeah, I'm so bad at responding to, like, individual DMs. But I feel like if there's enough people asking it, then I'll just answer it in a large way or, like, through a reel or something that is hopefully helpful. But... Yeah, and I love your content too, by the way. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, I think you do a great job as well. So I love the stuff that you share. Thanks. I feel like there's only so many different ways you can go with plant content, but I feel like yeah. the plant community does a good job of diversifying their content. Each content oh, creator, yeah. you know, is like their authentic selves, and it's just fun to see how everyone is similar but so different. Yeah, and it's fun how like one person can relay a piece of information. And another person can relate almost the same piece in a different way. Um, and it's just like, I don't know, it's just fun to see everyone's personalities through the through plants and stuff like that. So, and I love like interacting with everyone and like building friendships that way. I think that's so cool. Yeah. And you recently traveled to New York City to see O'Darlin and a few other folks. Like I was so jealous watching <laughs> you guys on social media from afar. <laughs> That was so fun. Like, I I had never met them. We had just, me and all Darwin had been talking forever, and Suzanne and Paul as well. Um, so I was like, I'm just going to go and see how it goes. And me and all Darwin got a hotel room together, which could have ended up so bad if, like, either of us had been weird or something. But <laughs> it was so fun. Um, so it was a blast. I would definitely go again. Yeah. I would love to join you guys next time. So think of me if you plan another trip. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It was fun to go plant shopping with plant people too. I was like, this is so fun. This is fulfilling like all my dreams. (laughs) Yes. So did you bring any plants home with you? Um, the only plant I brought home, which I was super proud of myself because I have a problem. Like if I 
see a plant I love, I'm like, how do I get this home? Because in Utah, it's hard to get plants. Like, you have to ship them or whatever, um, generally, if you want something, like, kind of unique. So when I go places, I'm always like, okay, what do they have? Um, but I was good that time because it was really cold. So I only took home one cutting um, from Paul that Paul gave me. So that was it. And what and type of plant is it? It's a Syngonium, the Albo. Um, oh, what a great – that! if you're going to bring one plant home, that's a killer one to bring home. Yeah, and Paul was so generous. Paul hosted a Friendsgiving um, that we all went to, and then he gave everyone there a cutting of his plant. I was like, oh, this is so thoughtful. I thought that was so nice, so it was really cool. And then me and O'Darlin were, like, walking around New York sitting with – uh, cuttings in our coats and stuff. It was hilarious. I could only imagine you guys just like giggling around New York City. Like I would just love to be a fungus gnat on the wall watching you guys. <laughs> we were goofing off. It was so fun. Um, yeah, it was. Everyone just was like so fun and friendly to be around. It was a great time. So, what are you know some things that you talk about with O'Darlin that aren't plant related? Like fill us in. Like who who is Mariah? <laughs> like what are some of your hobbies? Okay, so um, I don't know. Me and O'Darlin talk about just stuff that's happening in our day-to-day sometimes. Um, but let's see. Some of my favorite hobbies. I love hiking. That's probably my favorite hobby outside of plants. Um, I'm turning 30 next year, and I made the goal to do 30 peaks before I turn 30. So I've been working on that. Um, I How many more do my, you have? I have 10 more to go till August. My goal, I was supposed to be further along, but because of the inversion and like the smoke from the fires that kind of settled in the valley here last summer ruined it a little bit. So I've got a lot of work to do before August, but I can do it. <laughs> um, so I have 10 more to go. And then... Um, yeah, I just like to bring my dogs with me and do a do a peek or go on a hike or um, outdoor stuff. I love climbing, rock climbing, and there's a huge scene for that here in Salt Lake. So um, yeah, we talked about that a little bit because I went to a rock climbing gym here in uh, in St. Augustine actually, and we were doing like bouldering. But you actually go out to like like mountains and like climb the rocks themselves <laughs> right yeah yeah so um I do both so I love climbing in the gym and I have like friends that I go with regularly to the climbing gym um and I I, I did that for a long time before I would climb outside because it's a little bit scary to go outside but last summer I was like okay I'm gonna start doing this so I went outdoor rock climbing um and it was really fun so is so, it so for the people at home that don't really understand rock climbing too much, are you wearing any protective gear or like, are you wearing any like ropes to, you know, in case you fall yeah, when so you're outside? You, you do what's called lead climbing. So you start out just like hooked to another person on the ground. And then as you climb, you like hook into certain points. So the first little bit is the most dangerous. Well, I, I don't know if it's the most dangerous, but it's, you're not tied to anything and then you hook in and then as you keep climbing you hook um and then when you get to the top um then you come back down and you unhook everything as you're you're coming down if that makes sense so um 
it's really fun. It can be dangerous. Like you just have to be really safe and stuff. Um, but it's, it's really, it's just such a unique, um, experience, I guess, like climbing up a rock wall is like insane. (laughs) How high do you climb up? I'm like, this is crazy. Um, the rope is not probably like 20, 30 feet. So nothing too crazy, nothing too big. And I'm such an amateur at it. Like I'm not an experienced outdoor climber at all, but, um, it's really fun. Yeah. I mean, I have so much fun doing it in the gym and we're really only climbing up like 20 feet and then they have like a cave set up. So like you can climb backwards and like you're upside down, um, which is really fun. But you know, I've never, yeah. we don't have anything like that here close by in Northeast Florida. So it's kind of hard for me to, you know, um, get the same experience as you. Does your gym have top rope or lead climbing or anything like that? Or is it just bouldering? Um, it's all of the above. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm like terrified to boulder. I would rather do anything than boulder. <laughs> yeah, Bouldering so, scares me so much. I only top rope or lead climb with a rope. <laughs> yeah, so bouldering is essentially free climbing when you don't have any type of rope tied to you and you're just climbing up either like the wall at the gym with you know no support or you're outside climbing with no support. Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't mind it. Um, I know that like, there's, um, you know, there's a buffer. So when you fall, there's like a giant pad and then they have yeah. like, you know, another pad on top of that. That's kind of like a gymnastics, like plush where you, if you mm-hmm. fall, like it's, you know, you're not going to kill yourself or like break anything. But I always try, like when I'm, when I'm bouldering, I always like try to land on my feet. Yeah. I'm, I can't even fall backwards, like on a trampoline like that that falling backward feeling, it just terrifies me. So even on the easiest bouldering climbs, I'm just shaking so bad. And then I like slowly climb back down. So it's that falling part for me that's like too scary. But I love top rope. So anything with a rope, I'm I'm there for it. Right. And so you're not really afraid of heights or anything, right? I'm, I have a fear of falling, not a fear of heights. Okay. So. And and so I know I'm going to change topics here a little bit. So I know that you just finished your flight training, you're, you know, flying airplanes. So yes. how does that fear play into that? Um, I'm not scared when I'm flying at all. Like there have been very few times where I've been scared. So um, flying is just so fun to me. And um, like, I think it helps having control of the plane and having something under my feet that like isn't scary to me. <laughs> so is this your career outside of houseplants? Like this, this is your like nine to five. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> so I love flying and it was like always my goal to be a pilot. Um, so it was really expensive. I got my pilot's license when I was 18 and my private pilot's license. And then I was like, okay, like, what do I want to do with my life? Like, flight training is really expensive, so I don't know if I can continue at this point. So I went to college and got my degree in aviation administration. And then after college, I was like, okay, I actually do want to continue flying. So then that's when I continued to pursue it, and which led me to where I'm at now. Um, but I, as much as I love flying, I love, like, my home life, and I love being home with my dogs and my plants. So I think um, professionally, 
I want to fly um, like maybe corporate or um, cargo, something where I can be home every night, um, as long as there's that right opportunity, if that makes sense. So I've gotten to this point, but my um, priorities have kind of shifted. So as long as it aligns with like what's important to me, like my home life um, and my free time and stuff like that, then then I'll pursue that. But I also love plants, so I, I don't want to stop doing plant Instagram. I want to figure out how to, like, maybe pursue that as well. So both things I feel like there's space for in my life. Right, right. And and it's hard. I, I know my husband's dad is a pilot for Delta. He was in the Marine Corps. He flew for them for 20 years. And after he retired, you know, he is now a commercial pilot and you know, for the airlines. And it's hard because he does, he's not home every night. You know, he's usually in a different city. So yeah. who's going to take care of your plants? Do you trust your boyfriend to do that for you? <laughs> yeah, I do. But that's kind of why I don't want to work for an airline. Um, so I got, I just got my flight instructor rating. So I'm going to flight instruct probably for the next year or two. And then maybe just see if there's something I can do in that realm where I'm not working for an airline. So if, does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's so, cool that you're teaching people how to fly. Yeah, exactly. So that's where I'm kind of going right now. And I'm just going to manifest that the right opportunity will present itself where I can have everything I want. So, so yeah, I do trust him to watch my plants, if that's what you're asking. But I would rather be the one to do it. So Of course, because you don't want to come back to like a good number of your plants having brown leaves, God forbid. Yeah, I was out of town for my last training for like three weeks, and he did an excellent job taking care of them. So, so there is trust there, definitely. So he's a keeper, right? <laughs> definitely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're not, you know, flying or you're not teaching people how to fly, and you're not taking care of your house plants, you're not hiking or climbing. What else do you do? Do you watch The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? Okay, I love that they're Real Housewives. Um, the Salt Lake City one, I think, is okay. It's not, like, my favorite. I love the Beverly Hills. I You actually got me into Real Housewives of New York. You suggested it to me. I don't know if you remember that. And then I got so hooked on it. And that was a while ago. That was a while ago. I got through that whole season or that whole uh, series, and now I'm on Real Housewives of New Jersey. Did you so, start from the be- did you start Jersey from the beginning as well? Yes, and I'm on I just finished season six last night and it's where Teresa goes to prison. So I'm like so in it right now. Yeah, that Are season's you- very hard to watch. <laughs> yeah, it was brutal. I I like I'm like going off about Real Housewives, but um I like Real Housewives of New York, I think the best, but the Jersey one, they're like a an extra kind of like vicious to each other. I don't know if you get that vibe. Yeah. I feel like they're so mean. They are because a lot of it has to do with family and it's, I mean, I'm Italian so I can relate and it's just, there's like a lot of, um, you know, you know, forgiveness, but also grudge holding and, you know, small things that tick them off and they just explode. 
Um, I mean, I, I, I think that New York and New Jersey are kind of tied. They're a little bit different. I feel like New York gives like a little bit more like glam and, you know, um, like a, a different lifestyle that I think people can like wonder what it would be like to live that where New Jersey is like more practical. Yeah, I feel like the New York ones, they just like to party and like sometimes dig at each other. But the Jersey one, the New Jersey is like kind of intense, like very bitter, very mean. But I love to watch it, so I'm I'm there for it. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you, who's your favorite New York housewife and who's your favorite New Jersey housewife? Ooh, okay. Um I'm bad at names, but I think Sonia, she's in New York. She's like okay. loves to party and she's just kind of like goofy. And then um, Dorinda as well. She's, is that her name? Dorinda? Yeah, Dorinda, yep. In New York. Okay, I love her. And in New Jersey, I think Teresa's like the main entertainment. Um, but I love Jocelyn. I think she's like, so sweet and nice and stuff so Jacqueline Jacqueline sorry yeah yes. yeah that's funny um <laughs> yeah ja- I like she Jacqueline is nice and apparently she moved to Las Vegas oh really that's yeah where she's from right um I, I don't know so. where she's from but I know that her and her husband moved out there like after the show after she left the, the show oh maybe to get away I think Chris had like a business opportunity out there. Oh, we'll have to we'll have to research that after. Yeah, I'm not. We talk. I'm not up to that part yet, so I don't know. <laughs> gotcha. Oh yeah, because you're still halfway through the season. Yeah. Or the series. And, um, yeah, season six. I was talking to Mark the other day, and Mark is you know Moss and Fern NYC on Instagram, and he was telling me how he well he's in Miami, so I ha- obviously had to ask him about the Miami reboot on Peacock. And then he told me that he ran into Luann and Ramona one time. And I was like, oh, my God, did you say that? What did you do? And he was just like, yeah, Luann was in this red dress smoking a cigarette. And I walked by and she was talking to Ramona, but I didn't say hi. And I was like, if that was me, I totally would have said something. Yeah, I for sure would have, too. Well, I don't know. I might have been too nervous. But that's like a cool story. That's really that's funny. Yeah. It's like a dream to like run into a housewife. I mean, you're in Salt Lake City, so I feel like you have, you know, a legitimate chance of running into someone. Yeah, I actually get um, my Botox done at um, Beauty Lab and Laser, which is the Real Housewives place. Heather, (laughs) Heather, Heather Gay. Yes, but I've never ran into her. And I don't, I know, I like heard about some of the other ones, but I haven't actually met them in person before or seen them around, so... And I think they're like in Park City a lot, which is kind of for it's like 40 minutes from Salt Lake, which I don't hang out there very often. So, okay, that makes sense. Um, Heather is one of my favorites on that series. And I know Meredith has a Meredith Marks has a shop, like a clothing boutique. Yes, I've been there. So I went and stopped by one day. Um, They have like a farmer's market every Sunday during the summer. So I walked by her shop there last summer um and then yeah but that was it so and then one of them lives in daybreak which is in south jordan which is a city that i grew up in so i know where she lives but i don't know her (laughs) 
Got it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I would definitely keep my eyes peeled if I were you. And then when you do see one in public, you just have to let me know and like try and get a picture with them. <laughs> oh, for sure. I'm taking a sneaky picture for sure. <laughs> Um, so I thought it was really cool that you just told me that you get Botox done. Yes, I do get Botox. <laughs> How long have you been getting that done for? Um, not that long. I think I got it a, a year or a year and a half ago. Um, and I've only done it like three or four times, but I love it. Like, isn't you? You can see how addicting it is for people. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. So I I'm going to fill you in on a little secret. I actually got Botox for the first time in December. Oh, nice. How do you like it? I love it. It's already wearing off because I've never gotten it. And I guess my forehead muscles are kind of strong. But I I love it. I'm like, I want to definitely get uh, another round of it. Yeah, I feel like it makes your skin so smooth. And like, you're, I don't know if you wear makeup ever or not. But when I put on my makeup, then it's like, it just goes on so flawlessly. I'm like, oh, this is the best. <laughs> I don't wear makeup. I know <laughs> some other people do, but I, I don't. Um, I I notice like when like if I'm taking pictures or if I'm talking in a reel, I have like uh-huh. very expressive features, especially with my eyebrows when I speak. And uh-huh. so I notice like you know in my reels and on web webcams for my day job during meetings, like my the movement is just like frozen. I'm like you can't see my wrinkles. This is awesome. This is great. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I love it. I get that. I noticed I started getting a little bit of crow's feet. Um, and I, I like thought they were kind of cute, but I was like, I don't want them to get any worse. So that's why I kind of started getting it. But I love it. It just makes everything like so, so smooth. Yeah, it does. Um, I So like one of our friends is a dentist that does Botox here. So like my first experience was with someone that I know. And so she was like, okay, well, you know, she's explaining everything. She's like, well, your forehead lines are already etched in. So we're just going to freeze this muscle so they don't get any worse. I'm like, oh my God. Like, okay. She's like, there's nothing we can do about it, but um, you know, we can't, we can, you know, prevent any further damage from happening. I'm just like, Jesus, like just stab me, like (laughs) keep, keep jabbing me, like fill me up. Let's do this. That's so funny. Yeah, I don't think there's any shame in getting Botox. No. And then, you know, my husband's telling me that I need to get filler in between my eyebrows because they have a little indent. And so oh. I'm just like, do I really need, do I really want to go down that journey and, you know, in 10 years have my face look like a giant balloon? I'm like, I don't, I don't think I need that. Yeah. I do get lip filler like once a year as well. So I'm down that path already, but... <laughs> So how do you like the lip filler? I like it. Um, I don't get too much. It's just a little bit because I have really thin lips. Um, but I like it. I feel like I just like my face, like how it looks when I have a little bit of filler in. So, Yeah. I mean, everything I see of you, like on Instagram and stuff, you look super natural and you don't look like you get any work done. So whatever you're doing, you're doing a great job of it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um and I think, you know, we do get lost in in society with, like, look wanting to look good in front of the camera. But I feel like the plant community is, like, pretty open. And I feel yeah. like we're laid back with, like, how people look, you know, body images. And it's not anything toxic, which I love. Yeah, I feel like the plant – I've said it before and I'll say it again. The plant community, anybody who, like – 
is so nurturing and loving to something as simple as a plant is like just a good person, a good human. So there, it's just like such a warm, loving community to be such a part of. And I don't get that. I don't know about you, but I don't get very many like mean comments or like hate DMs. There is one here, like a few here and there, but generally it's like I'm received very well. So everyone's very kind and positive, you know? Right. Yeah. I'm lucky that I'm in the same boat as you. I don't get a lot of hate or nasty comments, but when I do, I just kind of laugh. <laughs> like someone commented yeah. the other day on like one of my choose your character reels and was like corny. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Like that's one negative that's comment so out of all the comments that I've gotten. So whatever. Yeah. One time someone called me a bad actor and I was like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> a bad actor. I mean, but we're not actors. I know. I was like, yeah, that's definitely true. So no worries. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, so I, I feel like a lot of like Instagram trends now are shifting to like the voiceovers where people are like acting out certain scenarios and tying it to their respective niche. Yes. And I like, I feel like I can't get behind that. What are your thoughts on that? I I like it. I think it's funny to like watch everyone's take. You can use one sound and like interpret it so many different ways. I think it's so fun. So I don't know. I, I enjoy it. That's not, I do do a few of those. That's not like the main um, source of my content, but I think it's fun. Yeah. Well, I guess let me correct myself. I, I can't get behind doing it for me. Like I just, Oh, for you. Yeah. Like I, you try, let me see you try and then I'll judge. Okay. I mean, I don't (laughs) mind like watching other people do it. Like I, you know, I get a lot of like dog, content and plant content and and whatnot and so it's funny to see that but for me i'm like i i can't i feel like that creative side of my brain just like can't put something together that i feel comfortable and confident posting really i want to see you try i want to see you step out of your comfort zone and try it (laughs) yeah you make a really good point (laughs) yeah now that i think about it i don't think i've seen anything like that from you your page but yeah, but to that's be fair, okay. it, whatever you like putting out there, like that's that's for you to put out there, you know. Yeah, I mean, Instagram. My qualm with the real creative side is that the sounds are often delayed, and so when you try and match the audio with your mouth in yes, the app it's itself, so frustrating. Very frustrating. So I just stay away from it. TikTok is way better at that, but I don't. I'm like not with it on tiktok like the editing and stuff so i prefer to use reels editing and and making it that way um but yeah you have to like start talking a second before it the timer clicks because it's already like started yes yes it's so annoying yeah um i think i actually did one the last one i did i think was of erica jane from beverly hills oh really of like when she was talking to Kyle about like Tom rolled his car five times and then like the, yeah. Um, (laughs) so I did that voiceover and I, John must've thought I was like insane because I recorded it probably like 30 times because I wanted to get my mouth right. And then I posted it and it like didn't even take off. So I'm like all this work for nothing, whatever. 
Um, so when me and O'Darlin were in New York, she was like, okay, film this TikTok with me. We were in a plant shop. And it's the one where you like, you're like looking someone up and down. And I could not get my eye movements right. I don't know why I just thought of this, but it was so funny because I was like looking everywhere. <laughs> she would like rewatch it. She was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> we, just, we filmed it in public in the plant store probably like 15 times for me to get like the eye movement right. It was so funny. I I can hear her like just like talking to you and be like, are you kidding me? No, like do this again. Like make it good. And she was like, look here, look here, look here. <laughs> like pointing to exactly where to look so I could get it right and then finally like the end one wasn't perfect and she was like whatever good enough yeah I'm surprised I haven't seen you guys on the TikTok influencers in the wild oh we would definitely be on that like we were being so silly in New York it was so fun yeah I mean it's it it must have felt like a little like out of your comfort zone for you because I mean I can relate of like filming most of my content in the comfort of my own home yeah and I think if I had been with myself it would have been uncomfortable but since there were like several of us I was fine but um yeah I don't know it was just so fun and I was just laughing the whole time so it was a great experience yeah. And it's New York City. I feel like people are doing crazy and weird and out of the box stuff all the time. And no one really judges you because, again, it's New York City. Yeah, I think if I had done it at home, well, I have filmed content in Utah before and I feel like so awkward. I'm like, uh, I could definitely run into these people again. So yeah, <laughs> don't look stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just hopefully they're on like plant talk or like plant Instagram <laughs> so they can like exactly. just know that like what you're doing is actually like meaningful. I know I'm like eh, it's fine. <laughs> um, so I have a <laughs> I have a few questions that I ask <laughs> everyone, and I'm curious to know what your answers are. Okay. So the first question is: If you can meet any plant influencer in person that you haven't already met, who would it be? Ah. <sighs> I think there's not like a specific person. I would just love to do another meetup where like a bunch of us get together again. Um, And then whoever could make it could come either in New York or LA or something. I think that'd be really fun. It'd be fun to meet you. It would be fun to meet um, Mark, um, Boston Fern, NYC. Um, Oh, you haven't met him yet. I thought you did. No, he didn't come in New York. He was supposed to and couldn't make it. So. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it'd just be fun to do a couple more meetups, like in different places, and have a bunch of plant people come and join. I vote to do one out west because I feel like LA is a totally different scene. Yeah, that would be so fun. I'm definitely down for that. Yeah, and there are a bunch of plant folks that are in Los Angeles as well. So yeah, and so even many. San Francisco is like a pretty big like houseplant scene. Yeah, that's true. And just think of all the good plant shops that are out there. I think there's a lot of them. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now you've planted a seed. Hopefully we can water it and make it grow. I know. Hint, hint. Send us the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my second question, if you could be any plant, what plant would you be? Oh, um, probably just like a Monstera Deliciosa. I think that's honestly my favorite plant. So... It's like beautiful, big, yeah, 
Everyone loves it. Kind of easy to take care of. And yeah. it has beautiful so foliage. Beautiful. Yes. I'm looking at mine right now. I'm like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Could benefit for some fillers for, from some fillers because it has holes in the leaves. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it has Botox because the leaves are so big and shiny and flat. <laughs> yes. That's funny. Well, hey, Mariah, I really enjoyed talking to you today. And I'm super thankful that you decided to spend like 45 minutes with me on your Sunday morning. Yeah, it was so fun. It was so fun to get to talk um, like in the, on this forum. And it was fun to be a part of your podcast. Thanks. Well, hopefully we get to chat again. Maybe we can get like a group together and we can chat here in the future. So if you would like to talk to anyone, maybe we can get O'Darlin back in the mix and we can have um, you know a little group conversation. I feel like that would be a lot of fun. Yes, I would love that. That would be a great time. Okay, so I'll keep that in mind, and I hope you stay warm out in Salt Lake City, and I will be in touch with you on Instagram. Sounds good. Thanks so much.